Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast, Tuesday, October 26th. My name is Thomas Miller. I'm glad you are here. Thanks for joining us. We uh, have one aspect that we need to talk about today. The moon slid into Cancer last night. As you know, we had that long void, of course, yesterday. So it is happy in Cancer, back home again for a couple of days anyway. The aforementioned aspect is a square between Venus and Neptune. This one presents a couple of interesting twists because Venus is happy in Sagittarius. It likes being in there with Jupiter's home sign. It just feels all smug and warm. But it's squaring over to Neptune, which is very smug and warm in its own sign of Pisces. So it's like, what's the problem here? Why a square? What's the tension? Well, I think we can work with the positive sides of these things to bring up some really cool embellishment around this. And that is all the Venusian things that you could imagine. Love, sex, money, beauty, harmony, home. All right, let's think about the square. The challenging side of Neptune is what? Delusion, right? Illusion, delusion. So what this is basically saying, this aspect is saying, if you will take the rose-colored or the buttered-up fingers glasses, you know, if you put butter on your fingers and then rub it on your glasses, take those off and see reality for what it is. And then take steps of action toward whatever needs to be done in order to further or develop or amplify that reality, especially if there's a spiritual component to it, all the better, Neptune and Pisces. And if you do that, you will have Jupiter on your side, Sagittarius, and Venus on your side in Sagittarius acting beneficly toward that goal. The square is saying, take the glasses off. It also could be saying, world of hurt if you don't. Not as a threat, just as a reality. That's the dark side. That's the shadow side. If you resiliently don't take those glasses off and are not willing to really look at it for what it is, well, then you've got some reckoning, right? And that's just true with anything. All right, we are knocking down listener questions this week. That's the one aspect today. So I wanted to get to this question, which is a great one. Um, I woke up this morning with the words Kalasarpa Yoga on my mind, which is weird. But um, I know I've heard you talk about on the show quite a bit. Um, I woke up, looked it up, and then looked it up in my chart. I don't have one. But then I looked in my son's chart, and he does have one. And the things that it says are just... um, baffling because most of them have actually happened. So what I want to know is more about Kalasarpa Yoga and what can you do to help someone who has one? And yeah, how can, as a parent, how can I help my child who has a Kalasarpa Yoga? Thank you. That's from Kimberly. She's one of our betas in the Fun Astrology course and a great listener and sends in excellent questions. So Kalasarpa Yoga, what is it? First of all, let's get on the same page. We're talking about the nodes of the moon. As you know, the nodes of the moon are 180 degrees apart from each other all the time. There's a north orbit aspect and a south orbit aspect, and that's reflected by an opposition of the nodes of the moon. The term Kala Sarpa Yoga comes from Vedic astrology, where 
you have all of your planets on one side of that axis or another. So we could also say, just from a chart mechanics position, that you have five consecutive adjoining side by side houses that are empty. That's another way that you could spot it. Another thing you might have with this are some sextiles and square aspects. So as those stacked planets want to work with each other as they align, and you could have this with transits as well would be maybe just some extra aspected relationships between some of those planets. We've seen that here in the times of the year when the planets seem to be more stacked up, like the fall and the winter and the spring, early spring months of the year. The planets historically over the last couple of years have been more stacked up in certain signs. So one of the things that you can watch is when transits come, they usually kind of boom, 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 and then it gets quiet. So that's one of the cycles is being really keen on where the transits are related to those natal planets. The big theme is stacked energy. Now, I'm going to also marry this with what Steve Forrest says, and that is that he has, specifically to your son, if you have a Kalasarpa stack of planets, like they're just in one congregated area, then that's because your soul needed that. So again, don't go in down any dark sides of this or that bad forecasts. No, not at all. He needed that exact chart, and that's why he has it. For any of us, we have the perfect chart for our soul journey. So as you help guide him, and a lot of the stuff that I've been putting into the course section, Kimberly, over the last uh, few days here has been specifically related to how you interpret this kind of thing. You learn those specific aspected relationships between the planets. How are they connected? What do they want to be doing because of that connection? What's the challenge, the shadow side, just like we talked about with today's square between Venus and Neptune? What's the challenge? Delusion. What's the payoff? Taking off the buttery glasses. So as you dissect those placements, the aspects, And then where are the transits? What is the energy right now? What's it doing? Then you can help guide and direct him into wisdom of how to live out that chart in a very powerful way, remembering there are always two sides to the coin. So when you see certain aspects in astrology that some people say, oh, that's negative or oh, that's bad, you have a yod. You have a yod because you needed a yod. (laughs) You just set it up. So that's what you do is you go digging into the sole purpose of why is that there and how can I live it powerfully? And that's understanding both sides of the coin. It's that simple. And it's all in the course, which will be back available on Saturday. Kimberly, thank you. Love having you in there. And thanks for another great question. We'll be back with more tomorrow for Hump Day.